0: Welcome to DMV Realtor Radio the daily podcast for real estate businesses in DC, Maryland, and Virginia. Each episode, we cover tactics for making more money and less time and valuable business strategies to help DMV real estate professionals move business forward. DMV Realtor Radio is perfect for real estate agents, team members, rainmakers, brokers, and owners. You want to make this the best year in business. We provide the tools. This is DMV Realtor Radio, and here's your host, Jason Stone.
1: Welcome to today's episode. I'm extremely excited uh, to introduce our next guest. Uh, He's a specialist when it comes to growth, operations, and people development. He's a former collegiate athlete with a degree in finance who transitioned from the grid on to leadership guru, and he now leads the growth in the financials for seven brokerages with over 1,000 agents who are processing over 5,000 units a year. Joe Martin, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks, Jason. I appreciate having me. And uh, when you put it like that, it actually makes me sound like I've actually done something in my life.
1: (laughs) Hey, man, there's a lot to be proud of, you know, absolutely, and what you've done so far and really leaving your mark inside of this professional space.
2: Yeah, I think it's one of those, you got to keep humble while you're hustling, right? I don't think I've ever taken myself that seriously, so it's it's always funny to... uh, here uh or anybody asked me about my perspective on it because i feel like i'm just messing up all the time and don't take myself that seriously just keep it moving so when you look back and realize what you built out it's kind of a, it's a little bit of a humbling experience
1: <laughs> <laughs> indeed well uh again i'm so excited to have the opportunity uh to unpack great things today for all of our listeners so just getting started joe uh what is what's three things that everybody should know about you
2: uh i'm a leo I like long walks on the beach and uh Definitely picnic baskets with that now. Um, things about me, I've got two wonderful kids and a wife that puts up with me. I think uh, she's just streamlined her way into uh, heaven by dealing with my interesting self on a regular basis. As far as what distinguishes me, I think uh, what they need to know about me is, honestly, I don't take myself that seriously. And I think a leadership in leadership, any type of business, that's that's the first part I think You got to be humble. Uh, number two is just a relentless pursuit from a mindset standpoint. Of whatever you set your goals to and the final part i think is also just having fun like as i've done this for about eight years now you can take it seriously you can be intense yeah, I think understanding the perspective. So I always keep perspective within my decisions, but also in my life, just kind of look at time because you're never really going to get that back.
1: Yeah, you know, we're almost at the year mark and having the opportunity to collaborate together um, and work in close proximity together. And I've extremely enjoyed every minute moment of it. And uh, what I do know is that while you always look to have fun, um, you know, no stranger to certainly putting your head down and, and tackling tough times when that may be the case. I know that you specialize in leadership among other things and would really love to have the opportunity today to go through what are going to be your top 5 keys that every real estate agent should know in the realm of leadership.
2: Number 1, when I think about leadership, you know, anybody can be a manager, anybody can be a solo practitioner. I think number 1, if you're going to go off and say I want to be a leader, it's got to be about the people and Maybe I flip this one and start going to say everything that you can't do to be a great leader. So if you want to be a great leader, here are the five things you shouldn't be doing, right? If you're about glory, you don't get glory in leadership. Leadership's all about the other people around you. And when the team wins, it's everybody else's win. When the team fails or comes up short, that's on you. And, you know, I think that's the first part of leadership is recognizing that it's no longer about you. And it's about how far you can get the other people on your team, because if you can't grow people, you gotta have people to leave <laughs> um, otherwise you're on a one man one man journey through God knows what, and that's not all too fun I think where that where that comes into a crosshairs with realtors is that most successful realtors are a a one man one woman shop that everything comes under you and you control everything and you can. You can drive on that. And when you bring people in the mix, that's where growth comes from. And if you're not able to really grow people and understand others and not understanding that it's no longer about you for that growth. So I think number one is just you've, you've got to put people first and you have to put yourself in check. I think number two within leadership is the ability to realize that you have to make tough decisions and you can't shy away from conflict or that, that butterfly feeling that you get in your stomach when something comes up. That when you get into leadership, it's on you.
1: So Joe, what does that really look like to be able to stomach that and push past that? I mean, or is it just you either have it or you don't?
2: I mean I think it comes from confidence. You know, I definitely think you have to have some confidence in it, but it, it it's not egotistical confidence. It's it's almost having the vision for what's not there and having to push through that. So that's where I think that comes from.
1: So we've nailed number one thing. We've nailed the second. What's that third thing that every realtor should know when it comes to leadership?
2: All right, dedicate yourself to training. And what I mean by that is not only you, but more your people. And I think that goes back to your focus. So you could almost say number three is in leadership, your focus has to shift from tactical deliverables to people. So, I'll give you an example of this, right? So, you're a top producing agent, you're used to doing 20 mil. You know, maybe I got a contract to close person that I contract that I'm not really managing them. I didn't really hire them. They already knew what was going on. And you're like, you know, I've got so many leads. I got so many, you know, I want to service listings. I don't want to be carting around buyers anymore. So, it gets in my head that I want to go hire somebody. Great. Sounds great. Everyone tells me leverage is phenomenal. Give it to somebody else. You don't have to do that anymore. If you don't change your focus around, what matters in your business, you're going to demoralize the person you just brought onto your team, and you're just going to be as frustrated as before, meaning you can no longer focus on what you did before. You got to change, and you got to realize that if you're going to bring somebody into your organization, and their their whole economics are based on being successful with you as the, as the CEO of your business. So you can't just focus on lead conversion, lead generation, and contract to close, and you gotta teach that person. Right. Because if you don't teach that person, then they're they're never gonna learn how to fish. So if you think you're gonna grow a business and have leverage of five buyer agents and all that, and you don't put a hard line in the sand of your calendar about I've got to transition from what I used to do to what I'm now the future looks like, which is training people to take on those activities that you no longer have to do but are dollar productive.
1: What's been most impactful for you in your Leadership education journey that someone can benefit from that they should look into as well about making that tactical change from what their self was doing to now start developing people development skills on their leadership journey.
2: It's a great question, and my answer isn't going to be very sp- philosophical or even that like groundbreaking. Quite honestly, I think it's just you got to take more rests. Like, there's this whole conversation around like. Do I look good? Am I right? I'll go to this training. I'll read this book. I'll get this seminar. I'll get this coach. I'll get this, I don't know, some crazy pill that's just going to turn the switch and I'm going to be great at whatever this activity is, right? It's not how the world works. And that's, that's the funny part is I think you just, it's taking reps. You're just not afraid to fail. So I think that's the piece of saying that like, I'm going to, I'm actually going to make a change and I'm going to totally pivot my business from me do it to we do it. And be okay with that uncertainty that, hey, this might blow up in my face. But you know what? Winners win. And if you have a track record of winning, you're going to fail a bunch of times. You're probably going to get it right. You know, I took the training. I understood it. I got planned. But I'm taking the reps. Because you can learn. You can read all the books in the world. And you can do all that. But if you're not actually applying it, you're learning for learning's sake. And you're not actually making any difference. That's like me putting a bunch of healthy food in my fridge and I'm coming home and eating hot dogs and beer the whole time. Like, and me thinking that somehow I've read all these health books and I think that my body's going to change, but I'm not actually changing anything that I'm doing from a habit standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I think that's the thing in leadership is you got to actually put yourself in leadership positions and you know what? So what if you mess up? So course what's going to happen? You're in the same spot you were before. And I guarantee you, looking back on it, the person that you messed up, if you apologize, probably going to forgive you. Right. And 10 years down the road, you're not even going to remember that mistake that you made. And yeah, you just got to take your reps. I love that. I think that's really it.
1: It, it, you know, it really boils down to knowledge without action is useless. So don't just acquire it, implement it, put it into play and uh, certainly grow your wings on the way up, right?
2: Yeah. I think entrepreneurship, I, think, I love this analogy in entrepreneurship is entrepreneurs are basically you jump off a cliff and you assemble the airplane on the way down.
1: Mm -hmm. That's right.
2: (laughs) That's That's right.
1: Leadership works pretty much the same way, you know, as far as getting started and then growing along that path, to mastery. What's that uh, next thing? Number four, most important key piece about leadership that realtors just got to know.
2: As you look at leadership, you have to be able to cast a vision, right? And what I mean by that is you're going to have a lot of people in in the world that kind of just wander around and they don't really have a purpose. Then you got people that say they want something, but their their actions don't really reflect that. And then you got people that are intelligent. They got some work ethic, yet they haven't had that person in their life to kind of give them a guiding guiding hand. And I, I look at it as almost like a bowling alley. You know, you might have amazing strength. You got a 13-pound ball and you can throw it down there. But, like, if you don't have any guidance with it, that thing's going to in the be gutter every time. And you're just going to get frustrated. And I think leadership is taking to slow down as the leader. Because, you know, as real estate agents, we want it now. You know, I can get a transaction done in 30 days. I can see the, the, the money and my activities directly correlate to an outcome that I can see in my bank account. And I think in leadership is you have to slow down enough to understand where the person lacks some certain guidance be able to mentor them. And then where I'm going at it with being able to cast a vision is saying, if they've got the skills, they got the mindset, and they've got the work ethic, and you can guide them to a vision of a better self that they can never envision, and then you push them to it. Now, I'm not saying you babysit them, right? you got to push them. Sometimes you got to challenge them, right? Call them out for their mistakes, but at least let them know that you care about them. And that's the piece where people that kind of don't have self-directed vision for their life, they need to have someone say, like, this is what it could be. Now you don't have to elaborate and say, this is exactly A, B, and C, and this is what it's gonna look like. You have to be able to have the creative vision to say, Hey, you know, you wanna, you know, maybe you start off as my EA and then you turn into my ops manager, and then all of a sudden you're the director of operations, and then all of a sudden you're the CEO. I don't know, maybe that's not what you want to do. Maybe you want to get in as my EA and then you want to be my buyer's agent. And then from buyer's agent, you go to listing agent. And from listing agent, you're the director of sales. And maybe you take over my shoes as a CEO. Like these are all visions that are very encouraging and inspirational that some people just need to be able to put themselves 10 years down the road of what could be. And that's the part of the leader is that what is the vision that you're casting that someone could tie to as what could be and what is their Bigger picture for themselves that maybe they alone couldn't see.
1: I love that number five. Close us out, round us out. That that final thing that really puts a button. All
2: right, I think this one's the one that gets me fired up on a regular basis. I always hear the term leaders set the pace of the organization, right? And you know, leaders. You know, I was just finishing up watching the last dance of Michael uh, Michael Jordan, right? And when they were going against, kind of like the final years within that, actually it might have been the final year before Phil was let go and all that transition happened, was that the entire team saw MJ just get up their backside, just was in their kitchen sink. Like, he was pushing harder. He was pushing on them. Like, if you messed up a play, he was calling you out on the court. There was no... Soft, touchy-feely. Like you got called out. We kept it moving. We're going. And I think where I'm going to talk about this is that you have, as a leader, number five is you have to have a mindset and willingness to take your business and your activities literally to the brink of disaster. And what I mean by this is you have to think and have a mindset that nobody else has, and that you're willing to drop the throttle. Like say you're on a train. And you're willing, everybody else drives at a six. So that's normal, right? And everyone's like, well, that's normal. But as a leader, if you want to have an outstanding business, something that sets you apart, you want to be the next Jeff Bezos. I think Jeff Bezos was driving around, setting the pace of his organization at a six. No, he was willing to go to 10, where people were saying, that's nuts. Why would you do that? That's not normal. If you want to be a leader that truly has success, you have to do things that are not normal. Like people are going to call you crazy, but you have to be so obsessed with your vision of what you want, that the energy around you and the drive that comes from you brings it to the brink of disaster. But because you're willing to go to that length, you've got success that nobody else has. Because if you want to be normal, go be normal. But if you want to be a leader and actually have impact, and experience and influence and relationships and everything that we want to be yet takes too much effort because it's not normal. And that's not what society tells me. And that's not what schooling tells me is that this is how we should do it and this is the normal way and this is XYZ. I think that's what leaders have to understand. Is if you want that outcome, do not expect to get that outcome that nobody else has by working nine to five or doing what they do. You have to literally be a maverick around your goals and the processes around that. And I think that's gonna scare a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: why I say it's only at the top, right?
2: I think that goes back. It goes <laughs> back to number one, right? right? Like right. You gotta realize, right? And that's okay. And you know, you're gonna have some people that don't want that. You know, and, and you gotta figure out what people's strengths are, weaknesses are, where they fit on the bus. Yet I think that's the goal. And then as soon as you learn that mindset, then you're able to actually find people that might have a like-minded mindset that need that coaching, mentoring, experience, guidance. And you can eventually replace yourself with that leader. Mm-hmm. But you have to, have, I believe, you know, you always hear this thing that you don't have to be a great player to be a great coach. That might be true. You know? Sure. That's true. Right. Like look at Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan's a good example just currently, but I think that, Great recognizes great, and if you've done something like that, you can inspire other people and you're going to attract like minded people. And you are going to have to attract if you want to p- replace yourself and still grow, you're still going to have to find that. What's called the kobe what's the mob mentality, right? Yeah, like, there we go. You have to find something like that, right? And uh, keep going back to basketball. I mean, I'll tell you what, that last dance. They did a great job with it, and I was watching it in the past like three days, like just on repeat because it blows my mind. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I really, I really think that's what it is. I think there's a literally a mindset, especially in real estate. I am, I am so obsessed with what I want in my life. I am willing to run through brick walls and be called nuts because I'm going to get someplace that everyone else says it can't be done. It's too hard. So I think that's the part about real estate entrepreneurship is you're going to get people, naysayers, oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't, it's too hard. Why do that? Well, I don't want to have a life like everybody else. And I don't think most real estate agents want that either. And that's where the mentality of like obsessive around where you want to go.
1: Wow, man. Huge value bombs here. Going over leadership. Joe, thanks so much for coming through talking leadership today. Tell you what. How can folks who love what they heard today stay connected with you?
2: Uh, no, well, first of all, thanks, Jason, for coordinating all this and um making, you know, making some time for me. And you got your hands full with your family and whatnot. So I really appreciate it. And uh, I will shout out to you uh as far as the year anniversary. I can't believe it's already gone pretty quick on that one. Uh your mindset and your perspective on things has been a very much a welcoming refresh in my life. So I appreciate uh thank you working with you, man. As far as uh, connecting with me, I, I'll tell you what. I, may, I, I don't go on Facebook. Not a Facebook person. Uh, you may find me on Instagram. So it's uh, J Martin five six one. So grew up in Florida, Florida State five six one is my hometown area code. So that's, that's a little bit behind the scenes on that one. Uh, still on LinkedIn, and you know, happy to you know I'll shoot out my uh, emails. J Martin at KW Capital Properties. So I'm happy to, to address any questions and stay connected on that one. So.
1: That's fantastic. Well, uh, Raymakers, I trust you took a lot from today's conversation. Continue to stay connected as we continue to bring you the very best strategies, tactics, and information to help you grow a business by design. Thanks so much and I look forward to our next episode together. Onward and upward take it away, Keith.
0: You've wrapped up another episode on DMV Realtor Radio, the daily podcast to help DMV real estate professionals move business forward. We trust that you've gotten some useful and practical information from this episode. To access the show notes and download the tools mentioned, head over to dmvrealtoradio.com. For latest news and video updates, follow host Jason Stone on Instagram and Facebook at IamJasonStone. Till next time.